Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin and joined once again by Ann Drummond. And if you've ever thought to yourself, why does a product come out of the gate gangbusters and then you never hear from them again? That's kind of what we're going to jump into today. And you've um, written, uh, I'll call it a series, a series of blogs talking about this idea of uh, marketing with price. Yeah. And how that probably isn't a great overall strategy. Well, uh, perhaps I mean, more specifically, like undervaluing the product that you're bringing to market for the first time and then increasing the price to right size it to what you perceive your consumer is going to pay and whether or not that's the right thing to do. And you did a bunch of research and looked at a bunch of different cases. And I want to start specifically on the retail side with the consumer and the idea of a coupon. Sure. Uh, uh, that's the finest distillation of this example. Sure. Right. Um, the idea that discounting price for someone who um, is looking or a value conscious consumer, uh, that by discounting the price, you're going to pull them in and then they're going to stick around because your brand is the one they love now, as opposed to your brand was simply the cheapest one. Yes. Right. And uh, the truth of it is that uh, from 2013 to 2017, the value of coupons. So let's consider this for like e-com or grocery yep. or where, you know, coupons are largely used. Um the value grew by an average of 25 cents. So our businesses, our, our local retailers are trying to get those couponers, right? And are willing to go to bat with their margins in order to grab them and grab attention. And you'd think that that would work, except that during the same four year period, the instances of redeemed coupons dropped by 0.7 billion instances. Wow. So what we're saying here is that businesses are interested in going to bat with their margin and deeply discounting their products in order to gain share. But the United States population really is not responding. We're, we're going to bat with more money, but U.S. consumers don't care. That's not what they're looking at anymore. And when I was reading your piece, I, I was thinking about um, the cable industry right, in the satellite industry, and, and the the rinse and repeat way in which they do this, I believe, pretty horribly. Oh, where you're going to talk about bundling. I'm well, excited. Not only <laughs> not only bundling, but, but and anyone who's listening to this has had this experience where you've been a customer of Ann's TV for 11 years, right? But if, if Eric joins tomorrow, he gets it at 90% off for the first two years, and you have to physically call the company in two years' time. And uh, well, that person does, but uh, sure. you, the, the long term customer, have to call them and then they go, Oh, yeah, we have a deal for you, but you, you got you to come to us and we'll give you. The, and that broken system on top of this broken system, when I was reading your stuff, just screamed convenience, right? The customer doesn't want another thing to bring in, to download, to hold on to. I think modern marketing is about and you're wearing a, a tracker, like what does that piece of jewelry on your wrist actually cost? I don't want to haggle with you. I don't want to bring in a coupon. I don't want to download an app. I don't, what does it cost? And Ab let's go from there. Absolutely. Uh, the truth of it is that 
we're asking consumers to do work Yes. For our brands, yes. right? And this flies in the face of everything else that we talk about. Every other informative podcast that we've done together, right? Where we're talking about giving more than you ask and um, when to have a call to action button and when not to have a call to action. All of the this flies in the face of that. And people believe, for whatever reason, people believe that deeply discounting the product is going to gain share. And the, the simple truth of it, the data says different. We're asking our consumers to do work for which they have neither the time nor the inclination. So is it really a win? Well, I, I think if we stick in the, the food space with grocery and or any sort of QSR, uh, that idea tends to run rampant where you think that they've got some sort of brand loyalty that they don't actually have. Well, and you you nailed it. So brand loyalty is the thing that we're using price to generate and the tactic is wrong price isn't what generates brand loyalty consumer experience user experience value is so value is not about what you paid necessarily it's about what you get from it right so it we're looking at this backwards we're looking at this equation upside down in the last five years, the average value of a coupon has increased by over 15%. But talking about the almost billion Americans that are not using them now, this is, I mean, this is exact evidence. Wouldn't that money be better spent in a loyalty program? Yes. Wouldn't that money be better spent by a, a user experience analysis where you're, you're truly looking at your business from an end-to-end -end capacity and understanding how someone traverses the product experience or the purchase of that product for your brand. And I'm, I was really excited to get a chance to talk to you this week about it because a couple days ago, Mary Meeker released her report. And if you don't know who Mary Meeker is, she's essentially the oracle of our industry. She comes out every year with this report of what's happening in the digital ecosystem, and it gives you a bit of some guardrails as to where you should point your brand or your strategy or both of those things. And what was fascinating in regards to this couponing was what they're seeing in the research is the cost per acquisition is skyrocketing past lifetime value of a customer. Now, if you're not really great at math, that's not a long-term strategy that anyone wants to support, that it costs you more to get somebody than they're actually worth to you. Hardly sustainable. It's not at all, right? right? So instead, let's concentrate on some things that consumers are telling us they really do want, right? How dare you? How dare you? 46% of online shoppers want more product comparisons in their e-com experience, right? That means they want to be able to look at two products side by side and compare and contrast their attributes as well as their price. And before you go on to the next one, I would say if you're going to create this experience, make sure the comparables are in English and they can understand them, right? Like as clear as possible, this is gray, this is blue, this comes in two sizes, this comes in eight. So they can see it all at once. That's the experience that they're looking for. Making sure that the logic model for each of those products is identical across yes. the board. 77% of customers are expecting businesses to offer products that cater to their personal taste. And what that means, friends, is that they want a personalized experience. They want you to reach out to them by name. They want to understand that you get what they're about and what matters to them. So if they just purchased the tent 
are you coming back to them to talk to them about other things that are going to make their camping experience simpler? Uh, whatever the case is, sure. are you are you talking to that person like they are the only person in the room? Right. And, and there's technology that will help you do that, guys. Things like on Facebook specifically, the collection ads will do that for you. They will know they won't know Anne's name, but they will know that Anne purchased the tent and we should serve her the ads for the sleeping bag and the you know, and all of the other accoutrements that she might need, and then we click those off of that anonymized data as she purchases them or bows out. Eighty one percent of our shoppers conduct online research before buying. This isn't uh, I mean, that's not a surprise, right? I think we all do that. We all are standing in the in the aisle at the store, big box store, and we're looking up videos on our phone mm -hmm. about how we use the product that we're standing in front of and whether or not the one that's that's there in front of us is the right value, the right experience. There's enough um, out there on YouTube of people who have used it before. Sure, yes. <laughs> you know, so um, the content generated by other consumers is critical um, as well as the content that's generated by your brand to be able to appear when they're doing that search while in store. 81% of shoppers conduct online research. It's, it's not a surprise. No, and, and more the more to the point of why you need to be there because they are absolutely in your physical building looking at all their stuff. You already have them. Yes. Don't let them leave. Correct. Right. And the last one, by the year 2020, customer experience will overcome price and offer in purchase decisions. Now, I would argue that we're already there. Um, you know, Walker, who is a, a certainly a capable uh, reference or source for this statistic, is uh, is reporting that by 2020. But I would suggest we are already there. We're in the space where the consumer experience, whether in the store or sitting at home on their second or third screens and doing research about mm -hmm. something they're about to buy, is critical. Right? 2020. The consumer experience will eclipse price and offer in purchase decisions. That's not a small statement. That's a big, scary statement if you don't have a content strategy. And it's six months away and probably includes December if I was a betting man, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and the other thing I would say, guys, and, and we will do a much deeper dive into the Mary Meeker report, but... Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff in that report about e-commerce and digital e-commerce specifically. And one of the other things that stood out when I was reading your piece and getting ready to do this in relation to this report was the amount of people that end up in subscription box systems because you told me, not the marketing told me. So when we're talking about having the customer do work. The work shouldn't be go find a coupon, download an app, jump through a hoop and drive to a store. No, the, the work is my friend told me about this cool thing and friend, I should check it out. My friend told me Stitch Fix is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And then I checked it out or ButcherBox or HelloFresh or, 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 or. I see a, f a future podcast on subscription services. <laughs> and we most certainly should do that, but, but that leans into your point. Like the work you want your customer to do is to scream from the rooftops that your experience was the best one that they ever had. Which really is all about someone doing your branding for you. Yes. Picking up the megaphone, posting the picture of themselves holding the key of their brand new car or brand new house, or... Uh, just showing off the garment that they just bought or the handbag that they care about and and making their personal brand about your brand or being willing to lend their voice to your cause. And the likely thing you've never seen on Instagram is anyone standing on the rooftop screaming they got 10 for 10 pasta. <laughs>
I don't know if we could end more, more, more. I don't know if we could end better than that. All right, guys. As always, if you need anything, you can reach out to us, mlivemediagroup.com. Uh, like I said, we will be back towards the end of the week because I really want to dive into the 333 slides that she put out because there's a lot of information in there. Um, but this is awesome. You can read the blog on mlivemediagroup.com or you can find a version of it on Ann Drummond's LinkedIn page. Both of those you should check out because this is where you need to lean your brand into. Right. Not that I save 25 percent or 25 cents, I should say, on a cup of coffee, but that the woman that gave me the cup of coffee remembered my name and what I wanted in it. Absolutely. All right, guys, have a great day. We'll talk again this week.